real quick before we start, I mean, I guess I could say this on the podcast, but last night, one of those Jurassic Park big ass like sidewalk cockroaches crawled across my fucking floor and I I just about fought the thing with both fists. I swear to God, I was freaking out so much and he booked it right for the corner of the room, luckily, where the sliding glass door opens. So I just opened the sliding glass door and I like coaxed him out. But then he got like stuck where the sliding glass door like sits in for a sec. So I was just like staring at him. And then my mom was like, okay, dad will come back over, even though they had just gotten back to their hotel. But anyway. He was probably already in there. Well, I don't know how, because like I was here all day yesterday and then I just left from like seven to nine to go to dinner with my parents. And then when I got back, I was like just about to get settled in the bed. And I saw him like crawl all the way across my floor and they're in the yeah. walls I, I, I don't know man i mean maybe they're but in I, the I walls i think he might have just walked in behind me on my way in to be like 100% honest with you cuz i feel like i would have seen him they early. can come from the walls or the or the sink they can come what? from any little crevice there are crevices that bugs know about that we humans could what? only imagine <laughs> You should get bug spray for your house. I well, cockroaches are like immune to raid. They they can fucking survive a nuclear blast. Okay. Or maybe so. you need to learn how to kill a bug. Nope. The crunch. The crunch. No, I put a cup over it. I trap it in a cup and then I slip a piece of paper under it so then it's successfully trapped in the cup and then I put that outside and then I kick the cup over and I run inside because then I don't have to kill it it can still go live its life outside but this is my home all right (laughs) I mean that makes sense but maybe I'm just insane I think that being able to crunch another living human being that's the only opportunity you're gonna get to do that I do it outside. I'll crunch as many bugs as I so please. No, but like you have to grab it with the napkin. Just grab it and like go like. (laughs) No. Remember when I was at your place and I saw a weird, I saw a weird little bug in the bathroom by your room and I walked out. I was like, oh, thank God Ram is still up. And I made him go in there and kill that bitch. Hey everybody, hey everybody, hey, welcome to Not Like Other Girls Podcast. Hey, my name is Daniela Salgado, and that over there is Claire Costanza. And today, what's making me not like other girls is that my gums are constantly bleeding. Oh, she likes it too. I like the taste, I like the flavor. I am not like other girls because I like the flavor of a good old canned vodka mule. Is that what that is? This is a canned cocktail. Where the fuck did you get that? Playboy liquor. You can get them at CVS though. I've never... Yeah, it's by a brand called 
It's by Cutwater Spirits. They've also got... That sounds like a sentence, not a brand name. That sounds like a sentence. Yeah, it totally does. Um, they've got a Bloody Mary that's great. They've got a margarita. Ew, that sounds disgusting. A canned Bloody Mary? That sounds... Yeah, old. it's not. It's, that sounds I like think great's those... a generous word. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like one of those... Um, those military rations. Why would you can a Bloody Mary? I feel like that's not for the troops. Deserve those. You can't. Well, there's canned V8. You just add some vodka to one and got a canned Bloody Mary. <laughs> yes, Ooh, is V8 real juice? Do we believe yeah. them? It's got two ser- full servings of vegetables in every can. I mean, I know that because I've had okay. dozens of them in my life. But full of my, sodium, though, you might as well just eat a couple packets of ramen. <laughs> but my vitamins say that they give me like full servings of calcium. Yeah, I think they actually give you too much calcium, like more than you even need. You just piss most of it out. Also, I don't like the word piss. I apologize for using that. That was kind of a douchey thing to say. Um, but do you remember those piss. Uh, ads, those dot milk ads? Where Hillary Duff would be on a big poster in your cafeteria with the milk mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or different celebrities. Yeah. Like Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, he also got milk. Or like Messi. Or like... Sure. What's the the gymnast? The only person I can think of is Gabrielle Union. The gymnast? (laughs) The gymnast. (laughs) The gymnast. The one, the one that's Simone Biles. No, she wasn't a gymnast when Got Milk was a thing. But she would be if Got Milk was Oh, Sean Johnson, maybe you're thinking of? No idea. I'm talking about now. If Got Milk still existed now, Simone Biles would be Simone Biles. Yeah, for sure. I tried to hold in the burp and then it it hurt me. (laughs) Died via burp doesn't sound like the best way to go. People always tell me that it's bad to hold in your sneezes, but I've just developed that as a reflex. I don't like fully sneezing. It feels gross to me, uh, and I think that might be how I die someday. So that's yeah, because I was about to say you can die from holding in, or I don't know, but I remember <laughs> being a kid and being like, Someone told me that if you hold in your sneeze, it actually goes like 60 miles per hour in your nose. Yeah. See, I feel like I've heard that too. (laughs) This says there are no reported deaths of people dying by holding in their sneezes. Technically, it's not impossible to die. Um, Oh, ruptured brain aneurysms? Okay, maybe I'll start sneezing. Yeah, I don't know about the 60 miles per hour thing. That sounds ridiculous. Definitely sounds like something like a child made up. Let it out. You just have but, to let it out. Do you have any piercings? Sorry, that was really, but do you? I have, my, I have one, just one ear piercing in each ear, and then I had my nose pierced right here many moons Close ago. up? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's kind I of wanted my nose pierced. pierced. Pain. I mean, I still have a scar. Like, you can see where my nose was pierced. Um, And I'm an idiot. I got it done when I was 16 in New Jersey. And then partially because I saw so many cute, like, nose studs on the boardwalk in New Jersey. So immediately, immediately, 
I went out on the boardwalk and bought all these cute little studs and tried to take out my fresh nose piercing and put them in. And you can imagine how well that went. Oh. But I did have it for a good couple months. So it was fine. It's just kind of annoying. Like they fall out in your sleep and it's hard to do yeah. your makeup around them. And All my friends who have nose piercings are more irritated by it than they do like it. Or at least that's what the way it seems. I feel like septum is one of the le- like lowest maintenance ones, truthfully. But what if you have a cold? Well, I don't know about that. See, that's I, I, I think about the practical stuff. I mean, yeah. that's why I, d- I, had my, I had both my ears pierced, the basic ones, the day after yeah. I was born, because I was born in Ecuador. So right. We do that. And that then later on in life, I had my conch piercing which and that's what like right here you're you're, no inside the ear right like like in yeah like right there yeah yeah. okay that's that's and I had my conch pierced and that was and it was fine I loved it it was a little bar it was with two like little balls It it was cute but then I went home and then my mom was like why did you get a screw in your ear and I was like because I like it, and it was Did nice. you say, because I'm the bride of Frankenstein, baby? <laughs> nah. No, that's actually probably something that she said to me. Yeah, and then I had it for a while, and then to make her happy, I changed it out for a little, instead of the balls, I changed it out for a little gem. Like, it had a okay, little like, gemstone. And I, I, it got infected. And so oh, I had it. Bummer. And it was while my first semester of college. I had it all throughout then really close to my second semester yeah and it was really infected and it would like it was just red and it would pus and then one day I was just looking in the mirror and it just got really high off my like vape pen and I was like I was like it's coming out it's coming out because my other option was to go to a place and have them rip it out so you pay somebody to do that for you ripping out of your damn ear so I just like looked and I looked it's (laughs) I looked in the mirror and I just ripped it out of my ear just and I couldn't take it out from the back because the back had closed up yeah the back had closed up so I just ripped it out and I looked at it and and honestly it just kind of felt like like oh that's actually kind of satisfying like I mean, it did hurt, but yeah, mostly yeah. it was just, yeah. being, it was mostly being nervous of like pulling it out and like yeah. not just doing it until I just literally was like, I can just, if I just put all of my strength into this one thing, I'm a strong enough human to be able to rip something out of my ear. 100%. And so I went, bah! Let me ask you this. Do you think you could bite through your own finger? I know you can, but your brain won't let you. That's some, also something yes. I heard in middle school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of these like pseudoscientific <laughs> biological facts that we know didn't even come from class. They just came from other kids. kids. No, yeah, I've heard it's like literally as easy as biting through like a carrot. But, yeah, but that also brain. does not make sense because I'm... 200% positive that bones are, are stronger than carrots. 
even your finger but i mean these seem pretty delicate people break their fingers all the time okay that's fair look at that shit that looks like a baby's hand that looks like a baby carrot yeah true let me do it right now you totally <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> i mean it hurts it hurts just to even but you totally oh, could yeah. i think you totally could you bite I into meat all the time sorry you bite into meat all the time oh i thought you said you i bite into you all the time <laughs> oh beyonce bit somebody oh i don't know but that was a big rumor or someone bit beyonce i think jennifer lawrence bit beyonce i don't know if that's true but i want that, that to be true. more realistic for some reason she seems kind of crazy cuckoo quirky <laughs> just a little quirky so i just want to tell everybody who's listening that claire and i spent two and a half maybe hours discussing something called mckamey manor and if you don't know what that is it is a place in tennessee i think they have multiple locations now which is baffling there's a lot of mystery to mckamey manor and it's basically it's a guy named russ and you sign up and you go and you tell him all of your personal fears anything from kidnapping to torture to being held hostage you tell him that and you give him a safe word supposedly and you sign a 40 page waiver and you basically get tortured on camera yeah, sounds fun, right? No? Never mind. Yeah, so did most people that go actually don't find it to be a wonderful experience. They, at the end of their long videos documenting all their torture, they do an exit interview where lots of them say that they did have a fun experience, that it was a great time, it was exactly what they came for. But then they've later come out and said that they were basically threatened into saying that by Russ. Who was basically their torturer at this point. So, like, you would be afraid of him and his entire posse of weird-ass human beings who... And you're still there. Like, you just want to go. So I feel like at that point, I would pretty much do anything he asked me to as well. And they let them drive home. I don't think we really expand on what they do to you. So... Yeah. This is an example of someone basically probably gave them the information that they were afraid of being kidnapped and tortured and blah, blah, blah. Who isn't? So what they do, if you want, is they pick you up at a random time, at a random day that you just know it's going to happen. And they pick you up in an unmarked van, abduct you, stage a abduction, and then take you back to this warehouse. And they basically can hit you. They can feed you anything they want. They can, what else? They can just get this close to your face. They can like, they do shit with like, it looks like fake drills. Yeah, they say that they're like plastic or whatever, but you still get hurt by a plastic drill. If yeah, it goes they, in your eye. <laughs> like, what? Um, they gag and them. Supposedly, 
some of the, you know, scare of it all just starts with the whole waiver agreement thing. That's like, it's like an hour plus of just them describing all the things that they are possibly going to do to you that you have to agree to. Apparently in the waiver, didn't you say something about that there's, you can get buried alive? Yeah. So here it's, (laughs) here it says, as number, this is number 31 of many, many points in the waiver. Participant agrees that if selected, they could be buried alive under 12 feet of dirt and rock, to which they will have a limited amount of air, and that they will have to figure out how to escape, and that they could possibly breathe in a significant amount of dust, dirt, or foreign objects that may cause death if participant does not breathe properly or hold their breath at the right time. Here's the thing, that happened to one of the girls you told me that she had to dig her own hole with her bare hands and then get in the hole and then they dug her back up. That was not part of any of the YouTube videos. No. There's two hour long YouTube videos that you can see of these people getting tortured. Look them up. (laughs) I mean, if you want to. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. We'll, we'll say that. I just think that the the waivers are the part of this waiver is so funny too because it seems so patronizing. Just below this, number thirty three, is participant agrees that if selected, they will come in contact with a variety of live poisonous animals. It is the participant's responsibility to not panic or agitate the animals. If participant is bitten, it is because the participant made a sudden movement within a confined, secured environment. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's yeah. on you, buddy. It doesn't, but that's like, okay, so then you have people on the internet that are like, I went here and I feel violated and I feel taken advantage of and I'm traumatized and blah, blah, blah. And Technically, they can't do anything legally because they signed this 40-page waiver that in detail lays out all of those fucked up weird things. And I feel like if you were a normal functioning human being person, you would read any of that and be like, hmm, maybe there's some shady stuff going on here that I don't really know about. And maybe there's something about it that seems a little unsafe. I'm not trying to play down the traumatization of the people who went there, but also use your cabeza. Yeah, and I'm not going for a reason. But this girl, Laura Brotherton, that we had read about, she essentially said, like, she had come from several states over. She had traveled to do this. She felt like it was kind of too late to turn back. Like, it can't possibly be that bad. But a lot had gone on with her behind the scenes. She fell in love with someone she met on the Facebook fan page for this place. And then her boyfriend knew about it, but the guy she was having an affair with, his wife didn't know about it. So when all that came to light in front of Russ on their tour at the manor, Russ seemed personally offended. And then she believes that he then went much more extreme and harder on her with her whole experience because of that that's Which freaky and this kid this amazing. guy this russ person he has kids this man has children 
and he also has dogs. And I think one of the reasons, the ways he's able to get away with this is that he's not accepting money. I think that that helps him with the legality, but then also how is he funding the place? It's technically free. And then there's on Reddit, on Reddit, people say that a lot of the edit, the footage that gets edited out, that's a little too violent too violent to go on youtube for two hours so that says something maybe is sold to people on the dark web and those people help him fund his weird horror torture house that technically you don't pay for and you sign a waiver for so there's real i mean that's the that's that's the thing that really fucking fucks with my mind is that there's he can really get away with it and the thing is is that he puts full videos full videos and then that lulls these people into i mean weirdly a false sense of security because i guess they figure like if it's all being videotaped how could they possibly do anything that bad to me like it's all gonna go up on the internet right but then it doesn't. They edit the videos. And I mean, this girl herself said that some of the worst parts of the experience didn't end up online. And that's so. fucking, that's fucking scary. But even if you did watch the parts online, why would you want to experience that? Cause those parts seem a little much, even. Those parts seem a little like, I shouldn't be watching that on YouTube. And yet someone saw that and was like. And you know, people have pointed out that, sure, sometimes pain is pleasure or whatever, but the, the number one rule of BDSM is that consent can be rescinded at any time. That's the literal point of having a safe word. So he gives you again a false sense of security by saying you have this safe word, use it if you want to, and then they'll just ignore you and push on you. On camera further. though. That was that happened on one of the YouTube videos. On camera, the guy used his safe word and they ignored him for two hours. And then they let him drive home, which I already said that, but was that Jeremy? I think so. That, that they locked him in like the fr- in like a tiny gross freezer and they waterboard you. And one of the reasons that uh, the one of the ways that Russ has enticed people to go through this seemingly horrible experience is that he says there is a grand prize of $20,000 if you're able to get through like over 10 hours of this horrible torture right and there which was like one... perhaps 20k but Bad. 10 hours hold on i'm gonna divide i need to know how much that is per hour yeah because that's better than any money that i've ever made but that's about two thousand dollars an hour a marine tried to do it and he got this close and russ said russ cut him off and said for your safety mark for his safety which is clearly a foreign concept to this man because almost nothing that he's doing to people 
is for their safety. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just didn't want that guy to win the money. Didn't want him to get far enough that he could be like, so where's my 20K? <laughs> because there are no documented experiences of people winning. Are there any documented experiences of people dying? No, I don't think anyone's died, but they've sure gotten pretty close. People have passed out. Yeah, because I remember reading that the all the people that were working there, they were like beating the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. And they and thought they that thought he, died. he died. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they stopped. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, back off, everybody. Yes. <laughs> we may have made a mistake here. And we didn't mention the, I mean, all of it's really bad, but I think this is maybe arguably the worst part is that he might have, Russ might have hired as actors the people who are, have had violent pasts, people who have had criminal backgrounds, who have had like sexual or like assault charges and stuff like that. And he, and it's said that he hires them and they help him with all of that, which sounds like the perfect plot of a horror movie. Tell me you have not always thought about it. Like whenever you go to a fucking King's Dominion or Six Flags, spooky, 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 when those people have the chainsaws and you're like, one day... It's going to be a real crazy motherfucker with a real chainsaw and he's going to kill people in this amusement park today. And it better not be me. So it's just like that, but everybody is crazy and you also signed up for it. And and what if that did happen and you were watching it, like somebody getting like, actually chainsawed in the neck and you were just like oh my god this place is amazing like it's so realistic yeah they're like, even the guests are actors i had no idea yeah I'm so not. that was a fun little deep dive because here's the thing when i was younger i went to this place called ashland berry farm it was in the middle of bum fuck virginia you had to drive two hours to get there i'm already like, scared yeah it was in a corn field pretty much and when you get there there's already clowns trying to scare you and stuff like that and it's about 50 bucks to get into all of the attractions and mm -hmm. and they're not allowed they're not allowed to touch you they're not allowed to get that close to you so you you have a sense of safety but you do have to go through the mazes all by yourself you have to walk and maybe possibly run they do chase you and here's the thing I went, the first time I went, I did all five attractions and it was the scariest shit that I have ever experienced in my fucking life. I remember getting out of one of the attractions. It was like, it's like there's huge bushes and it was nighttime dark and they have this like metal music going on in the background, like heavy metal. And then I was like running out of this place and there were like they were all clowns chasing you with like fake chainsaws and you're like running, you're running for your fucking life. And then I fucking fell. No, you didn't. You were that one girl in the movie. I fucking fell. I ripped my fucking jeans and they, the clown person got like 
this close to my face while I was on the ground. <laughs> and I was like fucking screaming out of my mind. I thought I was literally, I was like, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is how I go. I mean, there was one room where you go in and it was strobe lights and there were like, it looked like body bags hanging from the ceiling. And you had to find your way out while like there was a clown in the midst of the body. You wear a diaper because I would have peed myself multiple times. It was insane. It yeah, was no. in the fuck sane. And you like you felt kind of unsafe because it was also in the middle of fucking nowhere. And can <laughs> I bring up something actually funny about McKamey Manor? The actors can touch you. That's the whole point. They're going <laughs> to poke you, prod you, possibly just beat the ever-loving piss out of you. I'm sorry I used that word again. But piss. you're not allowed to touch them, just like a traditional haunted house. And you're not allowed to swear. Foul language is off limits. No drinking, no smoking, no swearing. That's insane. You couldn't pay me. I'm sorry. You couldn't pay me twenty. Like even that little fucking like compared to McKamey Manor, that little shitty Virginia thing is nothing. And I was terrified. And we were trying. My friends and I were trying to make jokes the whole time. We were like, but <laughs> trying to make jokes because most of it, two of them were Indian, like half Indian, and I was Latino. So we like made jokes like we're minorities. <laughs> Don't attack us. This is a hate crime. But the people behind us were getting really pissed off at our commentary. Oh, relax. And they were threatening to they were threatening to beat our asses, our little tiny 16, 17 year old asses. That's pretty funny. (sighs) Just added to the experience for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I went back there a second time and I couldn't do it. What do you mean? What happened? I couldn't get through all five. I just got through one. And then I got too scared. I think it's because the first time me and my friend went with boys and the second yeah, time it was it. just, yeah. And the second time it was just, it's a all girls thing. And I was like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> you know what? I have no one to impress. <laughs> Let's leave. <laughs> Then they all did the attractions, and I just sat there drinking apple cider wherever they oh, that shit. That sounds great. I'd love to drink apple cider outside of a corn maze. And then all my friends were like, why? You did it before. You already did the ma- You already did it. And I was like, well, I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Been there, done that, sister. <laughs> I'll pass, Okay. <laughs> What if somebody said that to somebody who went through McKamey Manor? Well, you already did it once. You, what, you don't want to get buried alive again? Motherfucker. <laughs> There's one haunted house in LA we should totally go to. It's a little tamer than McKamey Manor, but it still has crazy rumors, and you still have to sign a waiver. And it's basically a dark room, and you go through the dark house rooms and apparently someone got pissed on by one of the actors you can get pissed on i used it now too pissed you know i almost like that because again i'll probably pee myself 
So then I could just be like, yeah, I asked him to, <laughs> I don't know who did that. <laughs> you know, that's a nice out for me. You should go to one of these haunt. I mean, they're probably all closed because of COVID. I'm sure you can't do, well, they're all wearing masks anyway. Fair point. But if there's bodily fluids involved, I might yeah. have to pass for now. <laughs> well, we don't have to go to that one. We could just go to a regular one. Like one of the, like the one of the ones that we went like in Virginia, like one of those. Yeah. I don't know if those exist in LA, but. Remember those couple of months, like a year or two ago when there were just creepy clowns everywhere? Yeah. Outside of schools? <laughs> what was Where that all about? <laughs> where did they come from and where did they go exactly <laughs> because you know what i'm kind of bored can we get that going again corona clowns next thing you need clones imagine this podcast but with four people and both of them are us <laughs> what a show what a show what a that show. would be so crazy. what a show all righty so now if you watch the podcast if you love the podcast if you support the podcast first of all you would like comment and subscribe but you also know that it is time for our segment from, from the, the timeline, time where Claire and I show each other our tweets of the week. Okay, are we doing yours or mine's first? Let's do yours. At share. Is no one going to help me with post office? <laughs> I mean, come on! Wait, when was this? This was recently? <laughs> Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> she uses Tweetbot? Oh, what the? Just use the app. Share, boo-boo. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Why is she the only one that needs help with post office? I think we all need help with post office. <laughs> but I thought her take was hot. I like the emoji. But not to be like Victoria Justice, but I think we all need help with post office. And that's it. No, points were made. So Daniela's tweet. We'll put the graphic up. Hope I am not just a mentally ill person to you guys, but a hot person too. It's a hot girl, Sam, so you must get it. Mamma mia, that is a beautiful tweet. I think people forget. I don't wear my makeup to this podcast, so you guys don't know, but I want you guys to know that what's real. But I am mentally ill. However, I need you all to remember that I'm hot. So, <laughs> and that's all I have to say on that matter is whatever major loser. We bring that back. Oh, alternatively, it's Whatever, Major Laser. That's if you're ever talking to Major Laser. Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> but useful. 
you know, yeah. just in case you're talking to Major Lasers. So if any of you guys this week run into Major Lasers, say hello using that greeting. And we will see you next week. Claire, where should they check us out? They should check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever they get their podcasts. But I think the best way to check us out is on our YouTube channel, not like other girls. Because why would you want to miss these faces? I couldn't tell you. Period. Catch us on Twitter. Mine's at Spanish Broad. She is at Clara Costanza. <laughs> and make sure if you have any questions, maybe you want advice, maybe you want to help, maybe you like the podcast and you just want to say something, email us at notlikeothergirlspodcast at gmail.com. It's actually notlikeothergirlspod at gmail.com. Uh, every link ever that has ever existed is in the description below. Thank you for right. watching. Good, good home. home. And good night. Ooh.